0: What's going on, this is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Dave. Hello, WWE
1: Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent
0: is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are Pretty Yes.
2: yes, hello. My name is Inadragano, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast.
1: You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Cheers! Cheers! Yay! Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Emil A.S.H. coming to you once again on another audio only. That is another Picks of the Week episode covering last week, which is April 10 to yesterday, April 16. So again, this is where we, you know, pick out the best of or what we like the most about last week's wrestling, whether it's a match, a segment, even a boxing fight featuring a wrestler or, you know, a social Mm -hmm. media post even. Anything that involves wrestling in even a tiny way, and if we like it, we will give it to you. But before we start with our discussion, before we start sharing our favorite stuff, let's promote a little bit because we have a ninth anniversary live recording. It's this Sunday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. This Sunday, April twenty three, six p.m. But you know, you know, the the whole thing might start a little later than that. Depends on when we can get the people in. It's going to be at the PNA Studios at decagon silver city here in pasig and all you gotta do to get in is to buy a ticket for only 200 pesos on pnalive.com really really cheap 200 pesos on pnalive.com we have special sponsors for food and beverage we'll let you know all about that on thursday on the live stream when we completely iron everything out but yeah um it's not just gonna be a hangout with us um it's gonna be a celebration as well of our nine years we're gonna have food we're gonna have fun we're gonna have some wrestling talk i don't even know what we're gonna talk about yet but you know it's gonna be a whole it's it's a nice hangout if you will and you know if you wanted to hang out with us uh the wrestling wrestling podcast host maybe you've seen us in events maybe you've seen us outside but this is a chance for you to really really hang out with us and pick, you know, pick our brains on with anything that you want to do. It. Yes, you know, It's ahead. a,
0: it's an, uh it's a, treat it like an ask me anything. Ask nope. us anything. Uh, yes. Rather. <laughs> like if yeah. you have any wrestling queries that have been boggling your mind, anything wrestling related, then go right ahead. All you have to do is go to PNAlive.com, purchase yourself a ticket, and we'll see you there on Sunday, April 23rd. That's right. And if you're a Patreon, or if you're a patron, you can get
1: a free slot. Uh, I think we still have one or two free slots left. And you know, it's, it's our way of thanking you for supporting us and being loyal. So Emil ASH, let's tell the people what they have waiting for them when they subscribe to our Patreon program.
2: So when you subscribe to our Patreon program, there's a lot of perks. There's a lot of things waiting for you. So you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, where you can subscribe for as low as $5 or 275 pesos in our local currency, Una Una, the Discord server. Like Rose said here, we still have one or two tickets to be given out. So if you want to support the podcast and also be able to join us for our live anniversary show, you can do it via our Discord, also via our Patreon. Also, we got our Pasabays, which we did. We just did one last month for WrestleMania. So I think the next one is going to be not too far away. No, no. So if you want to get your authentic WWE, AW, uh, or, or any other wrestling merch, you could get it through us as well. And also the review content of your weekly wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and local wrestling events. Uh, as well, and uh, by support by subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here on the podcast. So again, the link is Patreon.com/slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for as low as five dollars, so, or again 275 pesos in our local currency.
1: Yeah, uh, you passed by it was just a couple of weeks ago, man. Really, it wasn't that fun. Uh, we're wow. still waiting for it. It's on okay. the way. <laughs> uh, it's on the way and it should be here with us um, soon. All right. Let's start right. our picks of the week. Let's, uh, we have introed a little long enough. So let's start with from Monday night on Raw. Let's do this chronologically. With Stan's pick, the Usos versus Alpha Academy in a nice non-title tag team match. Uh, well, they just had a really nice match uh, for themselves because Raw was kind of shorthanded last week. There were a bunch of travel issues heading into Seattle for the raw roster. So the ending done is a lot of the guys ended up having a lot of good matches. And it was a good outcome for the show because it felt like making up for the Vince episode from the week prior. So these guys got to work in the ring and we were, we had ourselves a really fun match between the Usos and the Alpha Academy, both teams, which are really, really good. And, uh, this is a bit of uh, on the creative side, but Stan says he loves the new wrinkle in the Usos' story because um, Roman is being mean to them. He's being cold to them. And the next part of this bloodline story is pretty much them trying to figure out how they're going to respond to Roman Reigns' cold bullying. And as for the Alpha Academy, Stan is a longtime fan of Chad Gable. And siempre, whenever they get a lot of minutes to do their thing, to cook, it's always a treat for all of us. And I agree with all these things. It was a really good match. I think uh, the Alpha Academy are in the spot where they are given time to do great matches, but they're not being elevated just yet. They're just really, really good hands who are being showcased because maybe in the down the line, they'll get something better. Anyway, uh, what about you guys? Uh, Chino, what did you think of this match?
0: I like it because it reminded me of the... Yung volcano incident from Iceland a few years ago yes, everybody yeah, yeah. got stuck in the in the European tour. So it's well not as tragic, of course. Well, not as drastic as that. It got it's a good showcase of how deep the WWE roster actually is, getting these guys to, you know, do their thing, strut their stuff, so to speak. The Nila kailangan irush yung mga gagawin nila. And and you know, as a result, we get these good matches like the stag team match with the Usos and the Alpha Academy, who I honestly I never expected this match to be a thing. Peron ganda don't turn out because you you have all this time on your hands and the Usos fresh off a tag team loss, actually now have the opportunity to put other tag teams over, you know, without necessarily taking the pin or what.
2: Yeah.
1: Emil, uh, your thoughts on this Raw
0: match?
2: This was a fantastic uh, match on Raw, considering the circumstances of the shorthanded Raw roster. They made up the most of the time that were, that were given to them, and they really cooked. And uh, when, when you let four talented guys just go out in the ring, magic happens. And we did see some magic on on Raw with these uh, two tag teams. And as as, as long as Alpha Academy is still being featured, I'm okay with them taking losses. But at some point, I may want them to push them a little bit further, especially if the tag team titles get split. So... When that happens, I hope Alpha, Alpha Academy gets the push that I think they deserve. I say ever since Triple H took over, they have been low key one of the yung them, um what yung pet, proj- <laughs> pet project pe, no, pet project yeah pet projects to Triple H. He was really trying to feature them more and na na manila na ano yung yung tras to Triple H kanina, na with having really consistent matches each each week, whether it's Chad Gable as a singles or them as a tag team. So this was a really good showcase. And with what what happened, at least we got this. So ok, yeah, uh, agreed
1: agreed on all points. All right. Let's move on to Rowan's pick. He picked something from the local scene, which aired last Wednesday. This was uh, again from MWF action of a tv the fourth episode of Kasai in 2023 i know it sounds confusing but you know it's just a show split into many parts this was the chili willy wrestling cup tournament finals between ken cypher and david ravenna i was there i can tell you what happened it was a really uh hard-hitting long match it might have been the longest match in that taping and uh they did their best to uh, make sure that the audience got a good show, even though like the crowd was like three or four hours in <laughs> into the show already. For Rowan, he thought that it was the right call to have these guys be in the finals because well, for him, uh, the facts are Ken Cipher has a winning streak right now, and David Ravenna is one of the best heels in MWF at the moment. And for Rowan, they blended well during the match. And they were able to honor Chili Willy's uh, philosophy of competing in a hard-hitting style. So if you guys saw it, uh, bakbakan talaga bakbakan. Magbogan magbogan. Rowan wants to acknowledge the... People working behind the scenes, you know, away from the camera, uh, specifically those who came up with the trophy design, because the trophy actually has fake ice cream on it, like it, like uh, <laughs> like it did on the poster. <laughs> so uh so was a theme of Chili Willy's name and gimmick. So Jan, um I can't say much about it because I was a part of it, but uh I will kind of agree with uh what with Rowan's takes here. I think I thought it was one of the, the better bouts that I saw during that taping. Guys, did did you catch this? It's, it's free on
2: Facebook, by the way, on the MWF Facebook. Uh, yes, I did see this earlier. Uh, MWF posted this just in time, no, just earlier today, so I was able to catch it uh, earlier. And he's right as well. Uh, it was a really impressive 20-minute uh, hard-hitting match between both wrestlers. And this is actually the first time I saw both wrestlers uh, in action, and I'm easily impressed by these two. They were really good. And there's a point here by Rowan uh no, piqued my interest. Uh, he said here with uh, his victory, what is next for him? Does winning the title mean something? Does does it guarantee him a future title shot? So yun lang yun lang yung naisip ko after this match. Like, uh, is it just a tr- like a yearly tournament for a trophy, or does it also lead to something? So. I hope at some point we can get an answer to that. Or at least if he wins here, he wins the, the whole tournament, he at least gets compensated with a future title shot.
0: All right, Gina. I actually felt like the match was a little bit too long. Okay. Um, it, it But okay, it's hard hitting, but there were moments where I felt it was kind of sloppy for Gina, me. go ahead. Go so, so it, it was... Almost kind of hard to pull through the entire thing. Like I I got what they were trying to go for, being this the finals of the Chili Willy Cup. And yeah, I like the ice cream on top of the on top of the trophy. That's a mm-hmm. nice cute touch. Pero the execution for me, considering mo, people were there already for another three yeah. or four hours, really didn't help the energy of the crowd. Kasi, Nandun ka na ka, you're recording the reactions of the people, and then you're, you're going to pass it off as a TV show. You want the, your crowd to be as hype, para yung hyped din, diba? But I actually didn't feel that, so I had to watch this in part. So I'll be honest, pero I got I I can appreciate what they were trying to do. You know that.
1: No, no, no. Uh, those those yeah. were actually valid. Um, I can say that the f- entire format of that taping, uh, was heavily reevaluated <laughs> after the show, and uh, I think there will be more efforts to try to fix that hype problem. So, uh, don't worry. If you saw it, yeah, Chino has a point in what he's saying, and uh, it wasn't perfect, but at least na appreciate but yung yung efforts to that. All right, before we move on to our last three picks, let's, you know, take a quick break and hear from our fellow podcast on Podcast Network Asia.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. All right, we are back
1: with Picks of the Week from last week. That's April 10 to April 16. And we have my pick. It's from Main Event once again. And medjo cheating tong aking pick because it's pretty much two matches, even though they're not the longest matches. So uh, if you guys know, Main Event has two original matches outside of the recap from Raw and SmackDown. And this week, or last week rather, they had Tyler Bate and Dolph Ziggler and zoe stark versus nikki cross so um both matches are pretty short uh they are doing these this thing where they showcase you know nxt guys and kind of give them like a test run to see if both guy ga- or you know the nxt guys would respond uh well to the pressures of the main event and if the crowd would respond well to them and it's not too different from uh, this particular formula. They brought up Tyler Bate. They brought up Zoe Stark from NXT. And I feel like um, these two guys or these two guys and girls are like, the best uh, the the best received NXT guys so far. So you've had guys like uh, Sina, uh Charlie Dempsey, but you know, nobody got the responses like Tyler Bate and Zoe started. Tyler Tyler Bate especially. So I enjoyed it because um you can tell that these two two uh, NXT rookies, rookies, quote unquote, are really main roster ready. And Zoe Stark, especially, uh, the women's division on the main roster, especially in some, somewhere like SmackDown, they could really, really use Zoe Stark. And I would be surprised if uh, they didn't end up getting called up in the coming WWE draft. So um, Tyler Bate, you all know what Tyler Bate can do. He's been on our screens on the WWE Network for years now. Zoe Stark isn't as well-known a factor as Tyler Bate, but. If you see this, you can tell that she's built for this. Like, she is one of the most comfortable women wrestlers that I've seen in the ring from all the females or the women in the crop down there, even on the main roster. So, I feel like this was like a, a prediction kind of episode of main event that, that, you know, kind of shows that this is your immediate future when it comes to Raw and SmackDown. What do you guys think, Emil?
2: First of all, by the way, watching the entire episode of main event, uh, parang naalala ko tala yung early days of my fandom watching Superstars on Studio 23 where it's mostly like lower card guys and also NXT guys um, and the recaps. (laughs) So anyways, both Tyler Bate and Zoe Stark really look tremendous in their outings in main event, in my opinion. Especially Tyler Bate. I mean, we all know man, how ready how good and how ready this guy is for the main event he has been uh he has been signed by wwe since 2017 and it's what six years now since he uh started here so i think it's time and this was a this was a good good outing against one of the most reliable guys on the roster in dob ziggler and it was a dark match it was a main event match but the crowd were really into it which is a good sign for both of them. For Zoe Stark, also agreeing with you, bro. She is also main roster ready, and I don't think she has anything that she should do in NXT. Because I think she has done everything. And kalo ko muna Over the Cross, but uh, of course the main the main roster people always wins in these kinds of matches. So again, if you want to watch at least uh, like just a match less than ten minutes, just it, if you just want to watch some good wrestling. Uh, will not take too much of your time. These two matches for this week, uh, are those matches for you? All right.
1: Um, yeah, well, she I, hasn't I wanna... done everything. Sorry, I, she doesn't hasn't done everything. She hasn't won the women's championship on NXT. Uh, yet. Uh,
0: but yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. has yeah, uh, premature. Premature. Young Emil. But yeah, I want to focus on the draft and implications here because a few weeks ago, Siro then picked. Main event matches, and I'm pretty sure that the reason they're amping all these main event action matches, test matches, uh, if we say, is because of the upcoming draft. You know, they want to shake things up as much as possible. And so, Sana, with all these call-ups, we're going to get better storytelling, quality action in the ring. And more and younger talent to, to represent both Brad. I can easily see Zoe Stark, like Rose fit fitting on SmackDown. See si, uh Tyler Britt, uh, Tyler Bate, rather. I can easily see him fitting in on SmackDown as well. So Madame Shampoo I think Pagla talaga again Tyler Bate is like a very versatile athlete, so he I'm pretty sure he'll fit in wherever he lands. And yun, yun, yeah, this these, it's just exciting, it just excites me to for the outcome of the draft yeah
1: if you are uh, a bit of a hipster for especially for british wrestling you like um tyler the tyler bait match because he busts out a few things that only british wrestling followers uh can point out know, classic stuff it's pretty much a bit of his greatest hits but siempre he's so good that his greatest hits are actually pretty good so if you haven't seen a tyler bait match ever which is kind of tough but, you know, it's possible you can watch that single main event match. And that's pretty much his entire presentation. Uh, they actually did a good job of, you know, of packaging the entire Tyler Bates style in that match. So kudos as well to Dolph Ziggler for being so so game for this. Uh, shampre, uh, we all know Dolph Ziggler is so good that he's a great uh, dance partner for pretty much everyone. All right, uh, let's move on to SmackDown with Emil's pick. Uh, Sempre once Shinsuke Nakamura finally made his return to WWE after uh, some side quests in Japan.
2: And Emil, let's tell the people about uh, his return. All right, so uh, Shinsuke Nakamura returned on SmackDown last Friday, and they really hyped up uh, Shinsuke's return by airing by announcing it beforehand, no, and uh, throughout the show as well. They kept uh, hyping it up. Na, oh, she's okay. Nakamura is coming back. Like up next. So those uh, video packages. And it was such, for me, it was such a great return for, for Nakamura after again spending some time away from WWE and having wrestled uh, the great Muta in his uh, retirement tour earlier this year. Um. So the entrance was, so I missed the mga I think. And so the entrance was really extra special kasi, I know, like he they had the eight remember the 8k camera angle that they used yeah, to yeah. do in the entrances. They used that for the first time in a while when he made that entrance uh, on SmackDown. So that entrance was you know, for for that for worth it na for that entrance alone because they really made him a big deal. And it was a short match against Madcap Moss who I don't understand why he's a heel because uh, the last time I saw him was he was a face against Gunter. So I, I don't know what happened in between. So, but aside from that, nothing special about the match. It was simply a showcase uh, and a reminder to people how good Jessica Nakamura is. And I do hope because of the way they hyped up his return, this would actually lead to a massive push down the line, I and I actually want to, I want I actually want him to go against Gunter for the IC title down the line. Maybe at the next BLE or uh, siguro um in London at Money in the Bank. So again, welcome back,
0: uh, to Shinsuke Nakamura.
1: So let me spell lang <laughs> si Shinsuke. It's pretty much what you're saying. <laughs>
0: Yeah, basically, because yeah. uh, <laughs> I I found the match quite unremarkable. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, he squashes Madcap Moss. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, the the Kinshasa was pretty nice, though. But that's it.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Kinshasa was pretty nice. Although to clear up, see <laughs> si Madcap. Hindi pa clear yung alignment niya, kasi parang nagpapabilog po pa siya kay Emma. I think that's what they're going for here.
2: Uh, Maybe? Emma's the
0: one who. In, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, the one yeah. who instructed him to jump. It's okay after all. Okay, all after, right. after the match, so that's probably where they're trying to take this angle. I know it's so weird. It's so weird, but it's Madcap Moss, man. People are not glued to their seats for Madcap Moss. So it's like it's like the <laughs> right. poor
1: man's Cross in
0: Scarlet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, like nobody really cares about Mad. He's just there, you know. He's just there. He has not really. i like, if you say to that today, "Nahil" Madcap Moss. I'll just go about my day. Like nothing changes, <laughs> you know. It'll still be I'll still do what I do, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I mean so get yeah, to meet the it is. I am a Shinsuke Nakamura fan. So I am glad to see him back. Emil. They really treated his return as something special. Shinsuke being a triple H guy himself actually can get the Triple H rub now without any interference from an old man. So, and then the classic push and good for him because he also he just also deserves it.
1: Yeah, uh, you, Chino's right. It's really unremarkable that what they did with Madcap Moss. But uh, it is fun to have Shinsuke back, uh, especially um, when they do need a little more star power on SmackDown. And uh, I hope, you know, it's hard to hope because uh, if you're on SmackDown, because SmackDown only has so many, so much time for all of its stars. But when you're uh, pool for the Intercontinental Championship scene is the is pretty much Xavier Woods and a bunch of other guys. And <laughs> Madcap Moss. And Madcap <laughs> Moss, yeah. uh, Drew is nowhere to be found. Sheamus yeah. is resting a little bit. But yeah, or at least we're glad to have Shinscape back. Right, uh, let's move on to our final pick for this week or for last week. Rather, Uh, it happened today, this morning, but it technically counts as Sunday in the US. So, this is from Impact Rebellion today Steve Macklin versus Kushida for the Impact World Championship. Gina, yeah, so Steve Macklin has
0: had one hell of a blow up ever since his release from the WWE. You know, who would have thought that this? supposed uh, insurrectionist is uh, this guy who played an insurrectionist on TV is going to end up as your Impact World Champion. He was able to transform himself and distance himself from the the weight uh, that was Jackson Ryger in the Forgotten Sons and allowed himself to grow as an athlete in Impact Wrestling. He turned himself into the top guy of the company. Na kasi Josh Alexander, the former Impact World Champion, had to relinquish his title due to injury. But si Mickey James, then former we- Impact Women's World Champion, also had to relinquish her title in her so-called last rodeo run because of injury as well. So ngayon, ang ending the impact is now wrestling has more than one royal family <laughs> in the persons <presence laughs> of Steve Mahlen and his fiance, Diana Perazzo. And boy, what glow-ups for both of them. They were underutilized in the WWE, perhaps even used strongly in the case of Perazzo. And so Steve Macklin was able to transform himself. And now he was even able to step up to Kushida, who really did a good job putting Macklin over. There are instances match you Steve Macklin. It'll be a squash, but no. Macklin put up one hell of a fight, and now he is your Impact Worlds champion.
1: Yeah, Emilah. Before I before I go, would you have any thoughts on this?
2: I like that line Tom Uh, Fanigan or Hannigan. Uh, the the exact play by play. Tom Hannifan. Yeah, Tom Hannifan, or formerly known as Tom Phillips. He had that line uh, from Forgotten to Remembered, and you know, yeah, that it, was good. Like it, that was good. it was a uh, reference to his. Uh, days as a forgotten son uh, in the WWE, and now he's a world champion. It was a really good match. because say, uh, coming into this, I was like, last week when they or in the weeks leading up to this match, I was expecting actually Kushida to win because like he's a bigger name and he's what he he's Kushida. He's really good and he deserve he's deserving the one of a world championship. But I was not mad when I watched it. I when I watched it, uh, it was a good. It was a great match. Kushida really put him over. And Steve uh won cleanly uh, as well. So yeah, uh, kudos to him. And uh, from his again, from what he was in WWE to where he's now, uh one hell of a transformation for Steve Macklin.
1: Yeah, um, I have some pretty mixed thoughts about this. Um, for one, I don't want to take anything away from Steve Macklin. He has toiled in his career for so long. Uh, he's been through NXT, he's been um, on SmackDown and discarded from SmackDown, then he does this. So uh, it's a great glow up for him, for sure, as Gina said. Um, you can't hate anyone for you know getting to that milestone in their career unless they're really a terrible person, which I don't think Steve Macklin is. That said, I don't think, and I'm speaking completely as someone who does not regularly follow Impact. Um, I'll talk about the creative implications now here because I don't think we'll get to it on Thursday. But it felt weird to say when you are familiar with his WWE work, this after all is still uh, the third forgotten son becoming the Impact World Champion. So I'm not saying he's not supposed to be or that he shouldn't be. It's more of I wish there was also time for him to cook. Like, uh, yes, gets good in the timing that Josh Alexander was uh, was injured suddenly had dropped the championship, and then you only had like a month to build up to this championship match. But this is where I thought that Kushida really deserved the win, and you know this is Kushida after all. He is a legitimately a bigger star than Steve Macklin, and I am not sure if Shempay. I don't think he's exclusive to Impact, but. Even then, I think you could have made a uh, Kushida championship work. Everyone wants to see uh, Kushida win the world championship. That's the the one thing he tried to come to WWE for. He wanted to not be a junior heavyweight anymore and then tried to go to WWE to try and transcend that. And I thought that giving him that that, uh, nice tip of the cap moment. To get a nice moment in his career in a, you know, a super major American company, but still a notable American company. It's still a world championship after all, uh, a heavyweight world championship after all. Sayangla. And I feel like, yes, uh, it was, an, it was uh, always good to pull the trigger on someone, on a character. But uh, I, I feel like I needed more big moments for Steve Macklin for me to feel that he is that guy. It's one of those things, na medyo mina And uh, as a result, um, for me, it's a major loyalty and a moment. And I I don't feel that Steve Macklin deserves it. Like Shempra, he's good. Uh, he did wrestle a pretty solid match. And uh, you do have to be on that level to deserve a world championship. It's um it's just that the story wasn't fully there yet. Not not like it was with Cody. Uh, going back to Cody, in the mind, but yes, um, you know. Uh, but you know, uh, I won't take away from the fact that it was a it was a good match.
0: Just, si Steve Mac. Yeah, yeah. Si Cody <laughs> so no, yeah. But then you, you're also comparing apples to an apple seed. You know, maybe. Um, medyo,
1: <sighs> I don't know. He was a heel. I did. I didn't immediately grasp that he was a heel. Ah. Uh,
0: He's been toying at the title or at this championship for, for quite some time now. Yeah. So, like regular watchers of Impact will uh, attest to that. Parang, it's also interesting because sometimes is in the title picture, but then the you know, he loses. So, so there's that history there, I guess, which you don't really get if you don't really watch Impact. I barely do, but yeah. you know, I, I understand the history behind it. So I, I can I can see where you're coming from with with that you know. That's will, about but yeah. it, again it's very imp, it it isn't impact if they do they don't do something drastic. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah,
1: I w- I will say that it is a good marketing tool to have people talk about the the company the the brand. Uh, now we're talking about it because you know, well, Steve Macklin, the third forgotten son in yeah. the pecking order, uh, got a world championship though. even Not even Gunner could have got, got that world championship uh, opportunity. So, okay, it worked. Uh, the buzz worked. but um, I think there would have been a nice buzz as well if Kushida won it. But that's just
2: me. All right.
1: Um, anything um, else uh, you guys
2: want? Uh, sorry, Emil, go ahead. Dignan, yeah, no? Kasi ito naisip ko siya after the match. Eh? What if Steve Macklin it's just going to be a transitional champion to, to, to who? Nick Aldis. Ah, Nick to Nick Aldis. Aldis, who just... Who's back, uh, yeah. yeah. Who's, who's back. back, yeah. So, and after the match, we had that angle, na, you know, Nick Aldis uh, went after Steve Macklin after he hit Scotty Amore with the title. So, I ko since, you know, if they're going to put over Aldis, they can't put the title on Kushida because they can't have him lose the title that quick. So, maybe if they want to have Aldis win the title... Without jeopardizing anyone, it's gonna save Betsy Steve back. So you know, <laughs> after the match. but it's gonna be a transition.
0: Yeah. Na bumaleksy si Steve, si Nick Aldis right after Mickey James retired. And yon, parang, like sabay sa impact is that? I think, a thing? Um,
1: no. I think I think it's a matter of I think Mickey really did want to retire already. Parang um oh, right. that was a thing, and then Nick Aldous just wasn't done yet. So
0: there might be that as well. You know. I don't know how many people actually want to see all this with the title back, though. So, <laughs> I mean, he's, but a, I he's a former champion, right? yeah. he's like the national treasure <laughs> and all that. But at the same time, he's also wrestling all these indie dates. He is the current Heart Dungeon wrestling champion, if you guys don't know. Mm, so he's, yeah. he's doing that on the on the side. So it's interesting that he's here at Impact after doing all these uh, smaller territory era promotions. There's only a notoriety after that Billy Corgan
1: little spat, right? so um, no, that's, yeah. what, that's what he's banking on. But you're right, it's not that big yet. Shampre, um, if you if your entire wrestling diet is the indies and the non WWE non AW stuff, then maybe um, you would have a big hankering for Nick Aldis. But otherwise, <laughs> yeah, the, the buzz is not that big.
0: Yeah, considering ninety percent of this rebellion card is like former WWE WD- guys, <laughs> so parang, it's it's gonna be a hard sell to see he, uh, uh, Macklin lose to all this all of a sudden. But again, yeah. okay, impact will impact, you know. So yeah. yeah, you're right.
1: All right, that's it for our picks of the week from last week. If you agreed, if you didn't agree, feel free to you know uh, talk to us on social media uh it's at wrestling2xpod on twitter for the podcast at rose War for myself uh at chino supersize for chino at eml underscore meister for emil at underscore stan c for stan and at monday night rowan that's n-i-t-e for rowan a-s-h Thank you again to the boys and girls of PNA Podcast Network Asia for doing their thing and helping produce the show and helping edit the show and making us sound better than we actually are. (laughs) Uh, Thank you as well uh, to all you guys who supported us. Uh, If you want to be uh, part of the ninth anniversary live recording, again, there is still time. There are still tickets to purchase. All you got to do is go to pnalive.com, P-N-A-L-I-V-E.com, and the tickets are only 200 pesos. Slots are limited because it is an intimate gathering. And if you get one, we'll see you there. Right? Uh, for my co-host, Chino Liao. Hold on, we're going to do something special on Thursday,
2: diba oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah.
1: Sorry, sorry. I almost forgot. i <laughs> think uh, One, we are uh, having a special audio-only interview with the Filipino homegrown Joshi wrestler, the first ever homegrown joshi wrestler from the philippines that is yappy yappy is back for her second interview with us on the wrestling wrestling podcast so we'll catch up we'll talk about first in person yeah first in person yes that's right that's right Uh, we'll release that i guess later this week after that and then after that interview we will be recording um we will be doing the live stream rather live in the studio of podcast at Asia. so Two days this week. That's the studio comment. So it's going to be a special, special week. And you can look forward to all that content coming your way this week. Did I miss anything else, guys?
0: Yeah, yeah I, think I think that's it. Cool. I think we covered it, yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So let's, let's get out of here. Uh, we have uh, places to go, things to record. For my co host Chino Liao and Emil A.S.H., this has been Roll Moran reminding you to, you know, stay cool, stay oozy. Uh, be nice, be cool, and stay safe. All right, all right. Peace. We the ones.
2: The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network.